But God uses everything for his glory and his honor, and he can turn it all around. And even though he may have given this to him, you know, um, and, and the messenger of Satan, and that's what made it so bad. Because the messenger of Satan uh, d doesn't just deliver something like, oh, here you go, this is from God. You know what I'm saying? He wants to, like, grind it in there, right? You know, but, but it's a gift that was, is made for us to become stronger. It's a gift to make us better, to keep us humble, and more importantly, for God's glory and power to be revealed through us. Whenever we have something in our lives that God allows for us to come to make us better and stronger, we got to look at it as, as that. I'm amazed at this whole scripture, and we'll talk about it some more in, in, in the ending of it, but it's just amazing how nonchalant Paul is in this scripture. It's like it doesn't matter. Oh, I got this thing. Yeah, it was bad. I asked for him to get rid of it, but he didn't. But you know what? It's okay. Notice Paul said, said that this thorn was given to me. He didn't say it was caused by me. So many times in our life, we cause situations in our life, and we want to call it a thorn and blame God for it. But it's, most of the time, it's something that's happened in our own lives, and, and it's something that we caused. It, we're, we're drawn away by our own lust. We, we cause situations and things that happen, and we, we do that. But he said, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan, um, to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Also, if you look at it, it says, I was given a, a thorn in my flesh, comma, a messenger from Satan. So it could very well be that the thorn in his flesh was the messenger from Satan. That maybe it's a spirit of, of oppression or, de or depression that the enemy came to, to torment him. There's all kind of speculations for all that stuff. You know, and, and it, it could be spiritual warfare. And we feel like, we feel like that the enemy comes and that he, he comes and, just, and he just has free reign to do whatever he wants to, but he does not. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God comes to bring life and life more abundantly. And God is the author and the one who, who controls all things. But that's why we say that all things work for the good. There's never nothing that God allows that he is not ready and willing to work it for our good. God, all, nothing ever is ever going to happen to you that comes from God because all good and perfect things come from God, right? So, so there's nothing that, ever, that God is ever going to allow you to go through that is not meant for your good, that he can help you and build you up or keep you humble more, as, as that goes. But we don't know what the thorn is, right? And so many times we're looking at this thorn <clears throat> and we're trying so hard to figure out what this thorn is and we spend so much time figuring out what the thorn is when it doesn't say. And maybe it doesn't say for our own good. We can speculate all these different things about Paul and his weaknesses, and we can judge him and say it was probably this or that or the other. But the bottom line is maybe God had him not put it in there so we can insert our own thorn into that. So we can see what our own issue is rather than saying, okay, well, he had a thorn, and that was his thorn, and I don't have that, so no, that, that's, you know, no. <clears throat> it's probably just so that someone said the thorns of agony will produce greater joy in us and eventually make us more effective and fruitful. So sometimes that agony of that thorn is really a good thing in our life in the long run. We as Christians have to look, look we, we we, sometimes we as Christians, we, we want the, the, the pansy Christian life where everything's just lovely, fruits and, fruits and snowflakes and just lovely and everything. No, I don't have any issues. I'm walking in the Spirit every day and everything's fine. Everything's lovely. You know, no issues, no problems. And that's just not how it goes. That's not even how it's supposed to be because we have a free will. Okay? One pastor said, without these thorns, we would, we would choose a weaker strength and miss experiencing the glory of God's power and grace and realize lesser joys as a result. 
Man, that's powerful. So <clears throat> if we didn't have those thorns that, that God allowed us to happen, that those, those bigger thorns that maybe even hurt more, we would choose a lesser thorn in our own selves to maybe try to be better. And that would really actually help hurt us, and we would become less strong in strength because we would get strength from a lesser power. So I just want to talk to you for just a little bit, just a few minutes, not very long at all, <clears throat> about, about, about some thorns maybe that, that possibly come in our lives, emotional, mental, physical thorns, um, and uh, loneliness, relational thorns, financial thorns, disabilities, sickness, chronic headache, regret. You know, I'm not even sure if those thorns are, or any of them that he's talking about. But we're going to talk about how, how Paul dealt with it and what, whenever he prayed what was happened. I'm here to tell you today that thorns, it doesn't matter where they, um, what they are, who they are, or where they came from at all. All that matters is that how we handle them. That's the bottom line today. We can talk about all these thorns and where they came, how we get them, who gives them. Is it a messenger? Is it a demon? Is it this? It doesn't, all that matters is when it comes, when you, when you have trauma and, tr and trouble in your life and you feel a thorn prick, if, how do you handle that? That's what matters today. Not the somatics of is it this, is it that. Today, we are going to find out about that, about how Paul reacted to those thorns during the thorny life of Paul. First off, we, what do we try to do when we get a thorn? What's the first thing you do when you get a thorn? What do you do? You pull it out, right? We try to pull it out. But, when, you know, but if we didn't have, you know, we, we say, you know, if I didn't have this thorn in my life, I could do more for God. I could lead more people to Christ. If I didn't have this thorn in my life, this thing going on in my life, I could be such a better Christian. I could do this and that and the other. But see, without the thorn, we face becoming arrogant and prideful and becoming self-sufficient rather than sufficient on God. Paul begged the Lord three times to, to take this from him. Let me, here's how it went right here. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. King James says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power, listen to this, my power works best in your weakness why would you think that happens because <clears throat> if I'm trying to be in my own strength and he's trying to give me strength there's a tug of war right and so whenever we're weak and we don't have strength all we got is his strength and that's what we need that's what we got to depend upon and when we're relying on our own strength he's like man I can I can work when you are fighting against me a little bit but when you are weak and 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 you let me work it's all my strength okay so, so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses, and we'll talk about this in a minute, so that the power of Christ can work through me. That, that, that's why I take pleasure in my weakness and my insults, in my hardships. I take pleasure in my hardships. I take pleasure in my persecutions. I take pleasure in my troubles that I suffer for Christ, for when I am weak, then I am truly strong. All those things. Do you, you see how he handled that? You see... I mentioned the thorn in the Greek was talking about possibly a prick or a needle prick or something like that or a, a splinter. You see, if, whenever you get an IV, you get a prick in your skin, right? And that, that, that prick causes the, the, um, the medicine to be able to enter into your body and make you better. There's medicine in there. So if you took that IV and you ripped it out, you wouldn't get the medicine that makes you better. And if we try to remove the prick, the thorn out of our flesh, we won't get what God's medicine is designed to make us stronger and less pride and more humble and more powerful through Him. I'm, you know, we, 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 we say, I'm going to get rid of this flesh, but God says, my grace is sufficient for you. 
but it hurts, Lord. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I need relief. I need to get rid of this thorn. I need relief. The Lord says, no, you don't need relief, my, my child. You need my grace. My sufficient grace. So he got the answer when he prayed three times. The Lord, Lord said, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you what you need. You think you need relief from this. You think you need this thorn gone. But what you really need is my grace, my unmerited favor and blessings on your life. That's what grace is. Let me tell you one of the greatest scriptures ever on grace. 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. And, 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 I, and I, know, I know that if I said, what's the greatest scripture on grace? And, and to ask Brother Don, he probably would, probably would go to this one. It says, and, and God is able to make all grace, this is an amplified version, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of all need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him, and have the abundance of, have an abundance for every good work and every act of charity or love. Man, is that not pretty? And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may always understand, um, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Oh, my goodness. That is grace. That is abundant grace. That is amazing grace. That is sufficient grace. When you see two Christians that seem to have the same thorn, and one is struggling with it, and one seems victorious, you know what the difference is? One has accepted to walk in the grace of God, and the other one is trying to do it in their own strength. That's the difference between the two. When you have a thorn, there's really two ways to deal with it. One is try to get rid of it. Or number two, allow, allow God to do something so superior to that thorn that you're not even worried about it no more. If you had depression and you had marital issues, let's just say, and all of a sudden you got a text or, 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 or somebody came to the door, you won the, the clearinghouse sweepstakes, you won the, the lottery, the Powerball, whatever, and you won a million dollars or $10 million, all of a sudden you wouldn't care about your depression. You wouldn't, depression would disappear. That, 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 that spouse that you didn't love, oh, I love you so much, honey. You know, you know because it's half theirs too, right? So you love them, you want that other half, right? So, so the thing is, you don't want them to leave now because they, they leave with half that $10 million. So, so but you, you know, you're all excited and all of a sudden, you, headache, I ain't got a headache. What headache are you talking about? Why? Because something so supernatural, something so much bigger and superior to the issues that you're dealing with happened. And whenever you are, are dealing with, with a thorn, Allow God to give you grace, which is unmerited favor and blessings that will exceed that thorn, and he will help you. So if you have a thorn of depression, discouragement, sickness, relationship issues, whatever it is, allow God to help you with that. So, so because we become, we become so focused on the thorn, you hear me say all the time, right? One day we're all going to memorize it. What you focus on, you fuel. And we, so, we, we become so focused on the thorn. And I keep going here. That's just because Jesus was piercing his side, I guess. But it may be in your head. It may be in your body. It may be outside, wherever. But we become so focused on that, we miss the, the divine intervention that, that, 
God is trying to do to come into our life to help us get to a HNL, a whole nother level. You're, you're, you're stuck in the past, and, 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 and we're so focused on what happened. Why did I get this thorn? Why do I deserve this thorn? Why is this thorn happening to me? That we miss those divine revelations, and, 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 and we don't, God is not able to help us grow in grace. The thorns are buffeting you for your good. They work for your good. The same thing that is hurting you can help you. See, that don't make sense in our, our logic. That's why Christ says in Scripture, it says, you know, or Paul says, said, um, um, not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Okay? That's why, that, that's in Proverbs, I'm sorry. In Proverbs um, 3, 5, and 6, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. In our understanding, what hurts us, hurts us. But we can't think that way. God, I don't understand this. I don't like this. I don't want this. Can you take it from me? My grace is sufficient. Okay. Then I'm, go I'm going to be okay with it. And you know, no matter what it is, Jay King is dealing with some really bad, some bladder issues and stuff, and, and his platelets are real down. So I called him this week to check on him about that. And I called him, and he acted like he, he just won the lottery himself. He was so happy. He was so upbeat. Hey, Pastor, I'm, I'm having a great day. Man, and I was like, man, are you, are you okay? He said, I'm having a great, man, God is good, man. I've been reading the Bible. He said, let me tell you what God told me today. I'm like, ain't your platelets way down and it's, it's dangerous? And yeah, Man, look, look, let me tell you what God, he's spoken. And so then at the very end, I was like, well, man, let, let me, at the very end, I was going to pray with him before I left. And so he, and I got to the very end of our conversation. He said, Pastor, before you go, let me pray for you. I'm like, what? You know why? He's not allowing his thorn to buffet him. He's saying, you know what? God's grace is sufficient for me. And, and whenever you truly allow God's grace, then you can act that way. You can be that way. You can respond that way. Because you know God's grace is good. And he said, man, I got a fire stoked in my soul, man. He said, I can't wait to get rid of this so I can go back and, 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 go back and start my small group again. And, and, man, he's just fired up. You know, and he went back to the hospital, and a miracle happened. His platelets were way down in, in, in like the 32,000s or whatever, and he, and he needed hundreds of thousands. And he went back, and there were well over 100,000 whatever, 100,000-somethings, you know, you know. And so it was amazing. It was a big turnaround, man, because he kept his faith, right? So praise God for that. And could please continue to pray. We have so many people in our church that, that need prayer. You know, uh, I know Miss, Miss Darlene Davis, she's, she's in, in, um, out of town today. Her, her first cousin had passed, you know. And um, I know, you know, um, Sherry, uh, her, mom, her mom is sick right now. And you know, Miss Paula Weller is, is in, in the hospital with some breathing issues and stuff like that. Um, there's so many, I, don't, I, I shouldn't even start doing it. There's so many. There's others, too, as well. Um, and so if you, if you want a list of what to pray for, Miss Sherry O'Dell, she's in charge of the prayer team. If you ask her, she can probably, you know, let you know what, what the recent prayer requests that people have. And, and who to pray for but there's a lot going on and we, we, over the past several days man we've been getting so many prayer requests and Nick's sick and so many people that have been, been needing prayer so we are just continuing to pray pray about that um, but so the answer when the answer to your prayer I told you last week yes no wait or I got a better plan when the answer is no the response is from God is no but my grace is sufficient for you See, when you are weak, there's no doubt that God is in it. When you are weak, God is about to show his power through you as you, 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 you focus and receive his grace. God uses, uses these things to break our pride, 
to break our dependence on ourselves. You know, here, <clears throat> you know I don't know, if you, if you were born before, probably 1990, you might remember this. But, but, you know, things that we think that hurt us are designed to help us, even when it comes from, from God. And, 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 you know, even your mom. I remember when I used to get a cut. And, um, and uh, I get a cut there, and mom would come put methylate on it. Anybody remember methylate? That burned. I thought she was a messenger of Satan to buffet me when she put that stuff on my... I'll tell you what, it burned so bad, but that stuff, it has healing, it healed it, you know. And so what I thought, Mom, you're trying to kill me, she was like, I'm trying to help you, son, you know. And so the thing is, is so many times in our life, we just really think that God's just, man, God, why, why, why? He's like, I'm trying to help you if you just listen to me and trust me. Have I failed you yet? He'll never fail us, right? He uses the broken things in life. He breaks a seed to birth a plant. He breaks a cloud. To give us rain. He, he, his body was broken for our healing. And he breaks the night to dawn the morning. He breaks people to show us his power. Christ is close to the brokenhearted and those whose spirits are crushed. And he uses the broken things to heal them and make them better. You know, I want to go back real quick. It says, each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best through weakness. So now I boast about my weakness. That just, when I, every time I read that, I'm like, wow. He said, I'm boasting about my weakness. I'm not telling how great I am. I'm boasting about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That I might take pleasure in my weakness and the insults, hardships. See, he, he boasts, you know, hey, I got a thorn and it's sticking me, but praise the Lord. I'm going through a hard time. I'm going through a valley, but you know what? I'm serving God, and I thank you that he's going to deliver me. You know, I'm, go, you know, I'm going through this. I'm going to brag and boast about my weaknesses, so therefore God can get the glory. Yes, it hurts, but thank you, Jesus. Yes, I got some issues. My playlists are low, but you know what? To God be the glory. And when we learn to do that, we will be a whole lot better and healed in our life. Amen. But we don't do that. Instead of boasting about our weaknesses, what do we do? We complain. We cry. We whine to Jesus. We pitch a fit and we gossip about it, that God didn't do this and that and the other. We, 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 we blame God for things and we, be, we, we have the victim mentality and we become a victim rather than a victor. That, and that, and that, that, that's not how to deal with a thorn. You need to Bible flicks and chill. Or pray flicks and chill. Instead of Netflix, talking about reading the Bible and praying. Okay, that was. All right, I'll leave the corny jokes to Craig. All right. There was an office building that, that, that built a building, and, and they had an elevator. And, and there, it seemed like there was a lot of extra people in the building, and they were, the, 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 people were always waiting on the elevator. And so they, they were looking at the clocks. They were, had all kind of complaints. The elevator's taking too long. It's too slow, so on, so on, so on. So, so they brainstormed, what can we do about this? We don't have the money. It costs too much to put another elevator in the, um, in, in, and Bruce, you can come on up. Put another elevator in the, uh, the building. It costs too much. So he said, what can we do? So they brainstormed, and they said, you know what? People really love themselves. So what did they do? In every foyer where there was an elevator, I mean, they put mirrors and people quit complaining because they love themselves so much. They would look in the mirrors. They would look at themselves. They would fix their hair, you know, just fix their hair and, you know, and whatever they did, you know. And they, they would always do that. They would fix their hair. They would 
come up and they would look at themselves, they'd pick at their teeth, whatever they were doing. But it was distracting because they loved themselves and they quit worrying about, about the elevator and what it is. We've got to quit looking at ourselves and start looking at Christ. We're tired of waiting, but we've got, we got to begin focus on Christ until he sends the elevator to lift us up. We've got, we got to shift our focus while we wait on God. Why? And I'm here to tell every one of you in this room and everyone watching online or going to watch online, my grace is sufficient for you. For you. Not my grace. That's God speaking to you. God's telling you today, you're going through a lot. You feel like you're broken. You feel like you got a thorn in the flesh. You feel like you're dealing with, you feel like you're overwhelmed. You feel like you just got so much going on. You feel like, oh my gosh, this is just so horrible. This is so much on me. But God says, my grace is sufficient for you. If you'll just allow me to work in you and, and you boast in your weakness and say, I'm going through a hard time, but God, I can't believe what's happening in my life. But man, God is so good and he's always, he's never let me down and I'm going to trust him. I'm going through this hard time, but God is my strength and my refuge in Him I will trust. He's my strong tower, and I will run to Him. I'm an overcomer in Christ. Yes, I'm going through a hard time. This is going bad. This is going bad. I got this, but you know what? Man, God, show me your grace. Show me your grace, Lord, and allow God's grace to come and minister to you and give you that unmerited favor and blessings. God bless you. Would you bow your hand, close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray right now for everybody in this room. God, for people in this room that feel like they got a lot going on in their life and they feel kind of overwhelmed. They feel, God, like, like so much has happened in their life that they, they really need that grace right now. They feel like they've had a messenger from Satan to buffet them. But God, your grace is sufficient. If you're in this room, as your head bows, just raise your hand up and just saying, hey, I, I feel like i got a messenger of Satan above me. i got so much going on in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, wow, this must have been the message for today. I see hands all over this room. Most all hands are up. Thank you, Lord, for confirming your word. I'm here to tell you right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, that God's grace is sufficient for you. This is not against you. This is for you. This is only to make you weaker so God can make you stronger. What hurts you right now, God has designed to help you. And a messenger from Satan himself may have delivered it to you, and it's just pure hell in your life. But God says, trust me. Just trust me. My grace is sufficient for you. a message to you today from God my child my grace is sufficient for you quit struggling quit fighting against me relax in my arms and let me take care of you give in to the weakness so I can be strong and when I am strong I make you strong because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world my grace is sufficient for you today dear Heavenly Father I just love you today and I thank you for your your word thank you for confirming your word 
And we just bless you and we honor you, God. God, the takeaway from today is that we're not going to worry about what the thorn is, where it came from, who gave it, can we get rid of it. We're going to focus on you and your grace. All the rest of it doesn't even matter. None of the rest of it, the answers to any of the other, God, will even change the fact that we have an issue in our life or a thorn. Knowing where it came from, why we had, none of that even matters. All that matters is that your grace is sufficient for us. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen and amen.